This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV. Look at that. I'm small again. Let me make myself large. There we go. Look at that. Without the aid of any Viagra. Uh, good evening, good day, good night, morning, good afternoon, good night, goodbye. Hello, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to LTID TV uh, from Leicester Till I Die. Um, it is the preview show for Leicester City versus Sheffield Wednesday. Another joy of a midweek game. Don't you just love the championship? Look, before I moan, 
no VAR. Just keep telling yourself that. No VAR, no VAR, no VAR. And it all feels good. Uh, welcome along also to everybody that's watching via the Wednesday week. Uh, um, we'll be joined by Dan from said channel uh, in a second, our co-host this evening. Uh, we're going out live on both channels. So whichever uh, way you're watching, whether that be Lester Till I Die or the Wednesday week, you are all welcome. Uh, whichever one you're watching on, why not get over to the other one and give them a subscribe and show them your support? We're all in the same business. We're all here to have fun. We're all here to have a bit of banter. Uh, talking about banter, now, for those of you that know me well, certainly on the Leicester side, um, you'll know where I live. And you'll know I used to have a season ticket uh, for Leicester City. And I used to go to all the matches. Uh, my return journey was was eight hours by car. Um, and I used to sort of leave my seat with about two minutes to go because I felt like I'd go down into the concourse, I'd watch the game on, you know, on, on the screen. And then once the whistle blew, I was like the drain, you know, right down a drain. I was out uh, getting into the car and setting off and avoiding all the traffic, which would add, to be honest, half an hour, 45 minutes on. I don't think I've actually ever left a game before the halftime whistle has blown. Now, I am not saying, I am not saying that, that, you know, West Ham fans are fickle. I am not saying that West Ham fans love a bit of Love Island, but apparently there was a new episode on tonight. So uh, I hope the West Ham fans got home in time to watch Love Island. Uh, I mean, my God, 4 0. And look at, I mean, I mean, that, that is more than probably turn up to Scunthorpe on a wet Wednesday. Uh, leaving there, that was in the 47th minute. The referee hadn't even blown his uh, blown his whistle at that point. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit sad. It's a bit sad. Um, going to say hi to Dan. Hello, Dan. How are you? You've never left that early, have you? Well, I was planned on doing that tonight on this show. So halfway through, I'm just going to foxtrot Oscar. If that's all right with you, just you know, just to prove a point. To be honest with you. I'm, I've had West Ham fans on here, so I know I'm used to it. Don't worry. <laughs> How are you, sir? Yeah, not so bad, not so bad. I uh, my my apologies for looking a bit flushed. I've uh, I've just gone from a come woke up from a mega nap uh, because yeah. it's superb owl uh, day today. So uh, it's going to be a late night, and uh, many many a rum will be consumed this evening. So uh, I'm uh, kind of this is like my 10 a.m. right now. This is this is this tradition is it in your household? Yeah, yeah, de dead right, dead right. It's uh, it's one of my favourite weekends of the year, you know, outside of uh, outside of football. So um, yeah, this one's going to be a mega night. So uh, I'm in, I'm in training. I've had four bags of crisps already, and I'm and I'm going to have a Barocca in a bit. <laughs> Just to keep you going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you wait till I send you a message at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling? Like I say, we are going out on both channels. This is uh, Lester Till I Die TV, LTID TV One. Uh, give a shout out to, to your channels, Dan. Yeah, so uh, if you're watching now on YouTube and on X, uh, welcome to Lesser Till I Die. Just a bit, bit different livery happening. That's the correct term for it, isn't it? Livery. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, welcome welcome to the show. We'll uh, see if we try something different. And, uh, you know, it's nice to have a bit of a change, isn't it? It is. A change is as good as a rest. Um, that's what Watford say every time they swap a manager. Uh, <laughs> hi to Kyle. How are you doing? Uh, Brad is in. Howdy, good afternoon, good evening, good day to everyone. Enzo Ball on its way. LTID TV 2. Welcome along, Brad. 
Uh, and Brad has, uh, has rejoined and become a member. Thank you so very much. Uh, spent more time in the womb than I have a member. <laughs> too much information, too much information. You're probably late for that as well. Uh, and uh, if I have a cider on me, I will indeed, Brad. Thank you so very much, mate. And I will see you 7 o'clock uh, in the evening for the watch along on Tuesday. So thank you, Brad, for, 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 for that. Um, look, we, we got, I sent you sort of a, a rough guide of the uh, the way yep. that I hope the show will go. Um, to be honest, if it does, we'll be very lucky. But um, there's a lot going on at Sheffield Wednesday at the moment. Um, I kind of like Sheffield Wednesday. I'm looking against Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, you know, you, you had our owner... Uh, after he moved on from here, Milan Mandrich, uh, mm -hmm. while um, got promoted last season, amazing game in the in the in the playoff semis, um, and I would have, I, I thought you were going to have a very good season because I thought you would um, sort of carry that on if you like, and it, obviously it hasn't happened. Yeah, we uh, we couldn't agree terms with uh, with Darren Moore or the chairman, our tight chairman, couldn't agree couldn't agree terms with Darren Moore in the summer. So um, so ended up finding himself a new club and moving on. So we got ourselves in a uh, a manager who, oh, Christ, you know, a lot of people would use the term has pedigree in getting promoted out of the uh, out of the championship. And you mentioned you mentioned Watford managers earlier on. There, he's he's one of them. So I, d I don't know if that counts. But Chisco Moonoth was. Uh, was given the uh, given the reins in the summer and lasted. I think it was like fourteen games without a win. So, uh, so we we already writ off, you know, already a third of the season. Well, or, you know, just over a quarter of the season before Danny Rule came in, and then Danny kind of gave us a bit of a uh, you know a light at the end of the tunnel. We're not winning every game, but there's a definite change in in how we're playing. There's a definite change in attitude from the players on the pitch and how they're applying themselves and whatnot. And, uh, and he's become mega popular with the, um, with the Wednesday fans already. So if anybody wasn't a fan of Boney M and their song, Daddy Cool, uh, Danny Rule might have changed that for you right now. I love a bit of Boney M. Do not, do not be knocking the Boney M in any form. There's nothing wrong with, with, with Boney M. I'm of an age, as they say. I'm of the age. And I've got to say, uh, Brad from uh, LTIDT2, we have a prediction show every week. And at the moment, you're his second favourite team. Uh, he keeps, oh. he's the only, well, he's the only one that predicted you to win on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I predicted us to win on Friday. <laughs> he's, he's all his points at the moment are coming from Sheffield Wednesday. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Munez, I mean, uh, yeah, I've never seen a manager or you know, like a temporary manager where they've got played more than one game with a 0% win ratio. I mean, normally there's a draw or there's something yep. in there. I mean, he got draws, but yeah, he just didn't, like I say, didn't win the game. I mean, Darren Moore, I mean, everybody sort of was surprised that didn't work out. Um, but then again, he went on to Huddersfield and he didn't last very long there either. Well, no, but it's it's a bit of a, a bit of a misnomer, isn't it? Because bear in mind, Moore had come through one of our, you know, our biggest ever winning streak in League One. You know, he, he had the players, he knew what they were capable of. And then it kind of fell off around February and March. And, and it took away from us what we had in the bag in automatic promotion. Uh, you know, you, you spoke about the the comeback against Peter in the semi-final and the um, and the playoff final at, uh, at Wembley. Now, 
you know, they're, they're all great. And, you know, the stories will tell for the rest of our life. But I tell you what, my heart rate would have much preferred automatic promotion. But there was a there was a bit of a difficulty in terms of trying to get the players engaged once these results weren't weren't dropping in. Um, however, him going to Huddersfield and not doing too great there, I don't feel is a is an indictment on Darren Moore as a manager, given that Huddersfield were already in a bit of a state by the time he got there with the uh, Neil Warnock debacle and, and, and all the rest of it. Um, you know, and, and to be fair, I don't, I don't really give two, two hoots about um, about Huddersfield, if I'm honest. I want to look in my own backyard. And uh, yeah. and when yeah. we've got Chisco Moon off with the personality of a potato blaming the players in the media every week, you know, um, would I prefer Darren Moore at that point? Yeah, yeah, I would. But would I prefer Danny Rule over the pair of them? 100%. He's done a good job since he's come in, hasn't he? Yeah, because if if you can imagine trying to trying to galvanise, you know, there's that word. You know, we use all the cliches, don't we? But trying to galvanise a team whose confidence is absolutely on its backside mm. is is really hard work, and he managed to do that through through his training methods, through his attitude towards the game, through the. Um, the pedigree he's got in terms of working the game. I mean, let, let's be honest. This guy was his assistant coach at, at the German national team, assistant coach at uh, Bayern Munich, and also done a bit of time at Southampton as well. So he knows he knows English football and the attitude towards it. So you know, he, 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 he knows what he's doing. Yes, definitely. Uh, and I think I think I think a good choice. And um, I mean, it wasn't so long ago. Um, and I, I've got to say, I've just bring up. Uh, your season so far, which uh, it does look like you're deadlining at the moment, I'm afraid. Um, sorry about that, but it is what it is. But uh, we played Stoke a few weeks ago, and I, I said to mm. the lady that I did this, this show with for Stoke, I said, I don't think you'll go down because there's three teams worse than you uh, in this division. Now, having seen you know your, your games, well, your highlights of your games the last couple of weeks, and... Um, the, the the way we, that Stoke played against us, there is only one team worse than Stoke this season, um, and, and that is Rotherham. And yeah. you know, you're looking that you've got Huddersfield, Stoke, even well, even Birmingham and Millwall. They're all which should be within your radar of being able to catch. You are only five points off Huddersfield. And yep. one thing I've learned about this this, this league um, since we've been in it, and it's a hard league. We've, we've always known it's a hard league, but anybody can beat anybody because my predictions yeah. are absolutely crap. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you if you look on your graph just above there, the bit where we finally got to the uh, to just in touching distance of getting out of the relegation zone, we then mm. had a terrible run of form over the Christmas period, and uh, and that eight to five point gap of us trying to stay up just won't go away. Every time we win, somebody else would win. But yeah. for some reason, that win that we secured against uh, Birmingham on Friday and then the way that re the results went the following day, I'll take them. I, I think that yeah. was all right. And you're right. We're looking at teams like QPR, uh, Stoke, Huddersfield, all those teams just straight above us. I don't personally, I don't think Birmingham will... Uh, We'll get sucked into it. I feel like they're a couple of games after uh, away from pulling away from it. And if I'm honest, we um, when we played them on Friday, it was a bit it was a bit seat of your pants in you know, especially towards the back end of the second half. I think they had something like 25 shots on goal through the old game or something ridiculous. So I think they'll stay out of it. But those three teams in your Stoke, QPR, and Huddersfield, they're they're well within our sights. And 
in terms of form table as well, there were times where we were top of the form league around that period where we got up to uh, to twenty second. So we, we we've now got the players, we've got it in us. But um, you know, playing you lot on Tuesday, I need that like a bloody hole in the head, if I'm honest. We'll we'll come on to that later because we you know we <laughs> we, we remember the first game. It, it wasn't yeah. uh, it wasn't clear sailing by any stretch of the imagination. But yes, you 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 did shoot up the form table. Um, and was it? I mean, I, I haven't seen any of Friday's game. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. But look, looking at two 0 I hadn't got you down for the win. Brad had got you down for the win. Um, it it wasn't as the score suggests. It was a lot tighter, was it? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think I think Birmingham fans uh, can walk away probably a little bit aggrieved at, uh, at some of those uh, at, at the way that the result portrayed how they played. They were definitely there. They they were definitely they turned up and I, and I feel like like I say I feel like they'll get out of this I feel I feel like they're not going to get sucked into a relegation dogfight with the rest of us mark my words famous last words <laughs> famous like well exactly the commentators cursed as they yeah. say one thing that I noticed and I mentioned this on, on one of my shows um, over the weekend is that you know when when you're looking at our figures you know look we're top of the league we've won more games than anybody else we've lost less games than anybody else scored more goals than anybody else sorry about this but it's you know it's the way it is but we've also conceded less goals than everybody else now mm-hmm. the thing is i haven't that isn't down to the fact that we've got we've got a good defense but we you know we're not the arsenal back four of you know george graham we're not that sort of stage but the shooting from the opposition teams if if the other teams in the in in this in this league knew where the net started and finished, we would we would not be where we are now. The shooting has been, and, and I'm not holding my tongue, abysmal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like if you know, we're constantly told about the top six in in the media all the time. You know yeah. that the, the top six is constantly spoken about a lot, and and even if you go back as far as when. Uh, Chelsea signed Aubameyang and just before this is before Haaland uh, really exploded on the Premier League scene they were talking then about how that old school out and out strikers are very difficult to come by Mm. and every now and again someone will come along at at a certain level for example you know Alfie May at Cheltenham last season pops to mind uh, of somebody who can really find the back of the net and and I just don't think that those players there are many of those players in the championship level. I don't, I don't feel like a lot of them exist. For example, you know, we've got Ashley Fletcher on loan from Watford and he's still not found the back of the net for, for us at all. I mean, right. albeit, you know, it looks like he's running in slow motion and that's probably got a lot to yeah. do with it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I feel like, I feel like that a big out and out striker isn't, isn't easy to come by anymore, which is why I can see some teams play with this modern false nine approach because it just doesn't seem to be gelling for the, the geezers up front. But even the players that are on the pitch that are shooting, you know, the professional footballers, they should at least be hitting the target. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd think that, but, you know, they're, they're doing all the running. They're, they're tiring me out just watching them. But yeah, I can imagine, like, you know, a lot of people talk about, um, look at Maradona's goal, the second one against England uh, on the yeah. Hand of God game. You know, yeah. he managed to beat every player on the pitch, get down there. And when you hear people talk about that goal, they talk about that point where they go, and he still had the, uh, he still had the energy to finish it. And you, you, you're right. Can these players 
beat a man, get down the byline, cut inside, and then get the red up to get to slot one in. You know, yes. I I just then don't make I, walk and celebrate at the other end of the pitch. Well, yeah, all of a sudden they've got the energy for that. I don't know where that yeah. comes from. <laughs> but talking, like, I, I, I wasn't going to sort of mention him till later, but I'm going to bring this guy in now, uh, not live, but um, uh, iconic player for us, uh, cost us a million pounds. I saw a thing up uh, on one of the um, forums over the last few weeks saying, is this not just the best signing of that particular season, but the best signing ever he is obviously a Sheffield Wednesday fan, mm-hmm. um, and his contract runs out at the end of the season. Now, I asked the question uh, on my channel, uh, Do if we go promoted, do we give him another season in the Premier League? Because uh, every time I think, and I, you know, we started this year with you know, Kelechi Nacho and Jamie Vardy. They were our number one, number two strikers. One of them would play 60 minutes, one of them would play 30. And whoever played the 30 would start the next game, play 60, and then the other one would come off and play 30. So great plan. It was working well. And it all kind of dried up a little bit. And then we had Afghan come into the, the equation. Uh, and then Daka came in, who, to be quite honest with you, couldn't have hit a barn door with his arse if he'd reversed into it. A suddenly hit an amazing scoring form. Tom Cannon, who we signed and was injured um, and was getting 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there to acclimatise. I'm thinking, like, why have we bought a, a player that's injured? But, of course, he was with Preston last last season. And he came on, for first full game, couple of goals. And now it's like Cannon and Daka are the, the top mm-hmm. two. And mm-hmm. I was surprised how many Leicester player, uh, fans sorry, actually said, no, don't give it him now, he's passed it. Uh, give him a pay-as-you-play you know, sort of deal, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Um, and then the other day he goes in knocks in two. Uh, <laughs> and I think if we don't give him an extension, does he go to Sheffield Wednesday or does Sheffield would Sheffield Wednesday want him for one season just so that he can play for his boyhood club? Ah, uh, you, you, you've asked me a heart ruling head question there. Haven't you? I that's have that's indeed. That's why I wanted to know your answer, sir. <laughs> so, Hart, I would snap your hand off. I would go and pick him up myself and drive him up and just give him a little tap on the bum as he as yeah. get to Hillsborough and go, yep, go for it. That'd be great. But, I mean, some of your fans, based on your poll, are probably a little bit pragmatic in terms of the finances. And we've seen many clubs fall foul of the FFP rules. And yeah. let's be honest, Jamie Vardy, after the year he had when you guys won the league, will be on mega money. Oh, he he's will... on, I think he's 120 a week. And, and for your third, fourth choice striker to be on that amount of money would be would be well used somewhere else in the squad, especially now you're down in the championship. I mean, you know, all right, it doesn't look like that's going to be a massive issue, but if you don't get promoted, that is a contract you will need off the books. And I and I probably understand why a lot of your fans would um, would probably see the back of him. And, you know, not in any, just more from a, you know, a financial sense. Yeah. Um, but would I have him at Hillsborough? A hundred percent. Would that geezer run his blood to water for for his boyhood club? Absolutely. And w- and I tell you what, there's something as well from probably a number of years ago when we let him go all those years ago when he was a kid. There's probably a point where he wants to stick it up our ass as well and go, see, I can do it. Yes. And and he loves Sheffield Wednesday. We see that every time we play Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think they're still sticking their uh, corner flag together um, <laughs> from Bramall Lane. Um, but 
But yeah, and he is on a lot of money. And for probably our third stroke, fourth um, impact sub, if you like, striker, uh, that's a hell of a lot of money. Um, yeah. Let's be honest with you, he's not short of money. He's not as well off as he was since Rebecca lost the court case. But he's still got, he's still got a few dollars in his pocket. Um, he's got his academy. Uh, he did own a bit of an American football club, but that went bump. So he's maybe not the best businessman in the world. But look, you know, he may want one last go at it because, you know, mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to go up to the Premier League and be where we were before we came down, like, you know, top five, top six. We're going to go up and do a do a Burnley um, and, may, and maybe just struggle, you know, the reality of it. But let's say he doesn't start. On uh, and he'll, he will play some part of the game. He came on at the end for the last 30 minutes uh, against Watford and he's going to play some part of the game against Sheffield Wednesday, of course. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And I'm sure, sure, your fans, you know, uh, although it's away, I'm sure your away fans will give him a, um, you know, a, a good reception. Although I hope they don't because every time fans don't, he scores against them. Um, he so he will play some time, but let's say, and what I think might happen. Dak is going to start again. Right. Or Cannon will possibly start again. But as an opposition fan, knowing it's Vardy, knowing his age now, knowing when he gets injured, he's out for twice as long because you get to a certain age, it takes longer for things to mend. You see him warming up. And, you know, you're batting. It's still nil-nil, let's say. 20 minutes to go. And you see Jamie Vardy coming, you know, about to come on. Do you look at that and go, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, it, had it been a couple of years ago and we had better players at the back, yeah. But, you know, Chisco Munoz tended to sign a lot of average players. And you could tell he went for a certain type of person in terms of defenders. And they were essentially, you know, eight dimple Lego bricks that he decided he was going <laughs> to defend defend his goal with. So if we play a high line, um, I don't, I don't see why we would, but if, if we end up just drifting up the pitch and play a high line and that freak ball goes over the top, Vardy's left our defence for dust, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, uh, true. And uh, we love him, totally, to be totally honest with you. Uh, I'd love, personally, I'd love to somehow negotiate an extra season for him. But if, mm -hmm. he, if he did say to us, guys, look, um, I, I, I want... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's you that's just posted that. Um, What's that? <coughs> excuse me. Is that, is that one of my colleagues uh, having a laugh? I think it is. I see any <laughs> warm implications and say, oh, shit. Um, look, I mean, yeah, um, I'd love him to stay on an extra, uh, an extra uh, year, somehow come to a deal with it and go out. Um, you know, and if he can keep us up next season, he, he's I mean, that guy's just had an amazing, amazing career. Um, but let, let's have a look at, 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 at the current form, though. Um, mm -hmm. not as good as I mean, on home form, we're, we're third on home form. We've had a, a, a we lost to Coventry and what have you. Uh, that was a way having said that. You're 21st in the away form, yep, but. If you're looking at our last five games, and this includes, I think, FA Cup as well, we've not lost in five, although we did get that draw against Ipswich Town. Thankfully, now the Coventry game is six games ago, so we can get that one off the off the list. Oh, you know, that we lost. Them, who, them who must not be named, you know. And and this is no slight on Coventry as well. We played them four times in in as many weeks, or I think it was about six weeks. We played them four times. I yeah. I think we're as glad to see the back of them as they are glad to see the back of us. And uh, so, so yeah, we're not going to mention the C word again. 
No, 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 no. I mean, I, 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 I was looking forward, and I have looked forward to the the two derby games because to me they're the proper derby. But mm -hmm. my God, they're fans. They got some wankers as fans. I'll tell you to yeah, put yeah, it yeah. bluntly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 not yeah. not mixing my words, but just looking there. I mean, um, take the obviously Coventry games out of it. Oh, I said it. I'm sorry. Um, Huddersfield four. Yep. The Wednesday nil. I mean, yep. that's the sort of game that you should have been looking to get something from, isn't it? It was. Uh, it was such a. I can't. So, for example, right, the last the last three away games, we've conceded four goals, and uh, you know, Southampton battered us off the park, and and they would. They're just better than us, right? Yeah. You know, we go down there. We had a good day out. We went a pop world. We had a few Jaeger bombs. You know what I mean? We're, we're, yeah. <laughs> it's all right, <laughs> but the. But going to going away to Huddersfield was a game that we thought we'd get something from. We'd get something from, and we just we just didn't get it. We just we just we went down there, and in twelve minutes they scored four goals. They every shot they had, every every breakaway fell for them, and they slotted it away. And it was their first game under their new um, their new gaffer, their caretaker gaffer. So you know, we we just didn't see that coming. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, like that scene in Alan Partridge where he goes, no, that was a negative, and right now I need two positives. And we had one on Friday, so let's hope we can get another one on Tuesday. But the issue is our away form recently is so woefully terrible, mm. this Tuesday is giving me the squirt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I I wouldn't let it, to be honest with you, because, you know, we, we, we can be a little bit iffy sometimes. And I think, in a way, we, we I mean, there's no way we expected to have this sort of season. I've got to be honest with you. At the start... I was saying, look, you know, I'll take having what you know, looking at what was happening with with with, with Burnley. I said I would be happy to have a seventh or eighth if it meant we went up a lot stronger the following season. I, I think I think a lot's changed though since you were last down here, and the um, the conversations around parachute payments has has come up a lot more prevalent. Uh, it's become a lot more prevalent in the last four or five years. And the reason being is, is that the gulf between the teams that are coming straight down and going straight back up uh, and the rest of the championship is so far apart. And what we have now, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, you know, this isn't a slight on Leicester. If we had a load of money, I'd be well happy that we had it. Don't get me wrong. But the we have a lot of clubs now where chairmen are, are falling foul of trying to get around FFP rules. They're trying to go for it. And if they don't get it, they will get hit with FFP problems. They will get, you know, they could do what we do. They get hit with um, points deductions and things like because they're all trying to come up with new money making ideas that we all know are cheating. But for yeah. some reason, they're you know that they're, they're giving it a go because once you've got out of the EFL, you're going to the EPL, and then you know it's it's yesterday's problem. It's last season's problem. But if you don't keep up with the guys that have um, that have got the uh, parachute payments, you're just going to see you know, the same six or seven teams on rotation between the championship and the and the Premier League. That's I, I that's hate, what's going to happen. I hated that when it was a couple of seasons, Norwich and Watford came up, Norwich and Watford went down. Norwich and Watford came up, Norwich and Watford came down. I mean, yeah. people people look at us and go like, you got loads of money. You know, you must be, you know, you've got rich owners and you're in the Premier League and you get the parachute payment. We could not afford to buy a two. Away days are great. But when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. A million pound, 26-year-old Italian midfielder because mm-hmm. of our financial situation. So having, mm-hmm. like you say, all that money, the reason we, we, we're down this season, uh, OK, we, we had a bell end of a manager, but we also, that season, the start of that, the, the, that last season, we didn't buy anybody in the transfer window because we'd been warned by UEFA the previous two seasons we'd finished fifth and fifth and win the UEFA league. And UEFA had said to us, if you get promoted, you know, if you, again, qualify for the UEFA league, if you don't cut your cloth accordingly, we're going to hit you with some massive fines mm-hmm. and probably sort of ban you from, from joining. So we suddenly, because we hadn't sold Telemans, because we usually make one big signing, uh, sell it, sale every year to help fund these things. Um, he hadn't gone. And um, we suddenly like, shit, we can't buy anybody because we thought mm-hmm. we we're going to finish fifth again or in, in that area. Uh Actually, you know, we, 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 I think we ended up once we saw because Fafana obviously disappeared off to Chelsea, so we, we bought Faz in. Uh, but apart from that, that was our only purchase, and my god, that affected the whole season, yeah. And that's why we were where we were, and that's why we are so pissed off with Everton and Forest, who stayed yeah. up at our expense, having allegedly fiddled the FFP when we stuck to it. and ended up in this position where we got relegated. So you can yeah. imagine how, as fans, how pissed off we are with them two clubs. Um, the thing is, it still carries on now. Yes, I mean, we we sold £100 million worth of players in Hurst to Ipswich. That was about a million, though. Uh, Castagna to Fulham, Barnes, Newcastle, and uh, Madison to, to Spurs. That brought £100 million in. Uh, we let about 15, 16 players go. Uh, the likes of Amarty and um, and at least said Kante then, oh my God, but Amarty and other players like that that we let go because their contracts had expired and they were on ridiculously high high money. Yeah. And we only bought about six or seven in. Mm-hmm. Now those six or seven with the players that we we kept on, like like Kieran Dewsbury Hall, uh, Wilfred Ndidi, uh, Ricardo, we, 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 we went back to how we did years ago when we got Vardy and we got Kante and we got Mares, young players at bargain prices. I'm sure yeah. Chelsea and Arsenal are now looking how much they can afford to pay pay us for Fatawu, and we haven't even actually <laughs> signed him permanently yet. So yeah. we haven't got that money that everybody says we have, if you, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, but you know, you've just got that thing like where you know you got forty million quid for James Madison and Southampton got forty million quid for uh, for James Ward Prowse and stuff like that, which helps balance the books. And I'm not saying it gives you a a higher platform in terms of what you can get that season, but it mm. also balances your books and brings you up to zero or closer to zero, as it were. You know, it, it, it's. We've got to remember that hundred million. We don't get it in one lump sum. 
No, it's it's over a few years and the amortization yeah. rates and, and all the rest of it. And but you've got something to borrow against, as it were. But you yeah. know, the, the, the issue that, that we have now is because we've got all these chairmen trying to do something like Everton did and like we did and like Forrest have done, this is how people are, are keeping up. Now, if if I'm truly honest, you know, you guys going down out the Premier League, what you know, why do umbrella payments exist and we go oh it's you know it's so they can still have a squad and when they go down it's a premier league squad and if i'm honest you're not putting a clause in your contract saying we're going to let you go for x amount or we're going to release you if we go down why can't you do that i don't give a shit about what players you've got as as, yeah. a, as an opposing fan who's who's that to have a you know a point deduction because we've tried to overvalue our stadium and sell it to ourselves because yeah. that's the only way we could have been competitive I mean, yeah. albeit, you know, I could say a lot more about our chairman, but that's that's the long and short of it. Like, I mean, why, we, why should I give got... a shit about Leeds and, and who they yeah. keep? Come, yeah. Welcome to our team. Come back down to our league and play our yeah. league money. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've we been in the position where we've nearly gone bust twice. Leeds obviously mm. have as well. Uh, and look, we, you know, we've got loans out that we have to pay. You know, everybody seems to think all the, all the clubs sort of, uh, uh, you know, you open the door and it's flooded with money. It isn't, you know. And uh, we have got loans uh, that we have. To, this is nothing nothing personal here, uh, but um, the Barnsley gentleman saying Wednesday get battered everywhere they go. i tell you uh, what. They, I'm sure yeah. there's no, no Yorkshire rivalry there. After, after that game in May, you'd think Barnsley would have somewhat else to watch, wouldn't you? You'd think, <laughs> 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 right. I mean, you, to be fair, that, that Barnsley fan there, I mean... Let's be honest. That was a, it was a good day out, but it was a terrible game of football, wasn't it? You know what I mean. It... I'll let you two discuss that. Craig, <laughs> good evening, sir. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Chris. Sorry, uh, sorry for the late show. And uh, to compound it all, we've had a few technical issues as well. So, uh, by the magic of mobile phone, I've finally joined you. I'm going to say, are, are you are you in the uh, in the closet? Uh, no, I came out of there a long time ago. As a, hey! as a, uh, Come on, here we go. <laughs> Not a moment, <laughs> but no, the water closet is obviously what I meant. You yeah. know, as a as a as a bona fide uh, holding my head high Leicester fan, that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, just as you come in, though, Craig, uh, we're going to look at the table. Uh, we'll look at the top half for us. Uh, sorry, uh, Dan. Um, Look, I put a thing up the other day, and I know I did. Did I ask you whether? Because I think on average, I think it is uh, eighty-five points is good enough to go up, but in second place, um, I think twelve wins will will do it for us from the remaining games. Um, catch us if you can, as the film is named. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we've got what fifteen games left, mm. something like that. Yeah, I mean, twelve wins out of that is is um, you know is is going to be pushing it. I think I'd just have so to be can, happy. Can, if this, we... can this Tuesday be one of the three you can throw away? Then do you mind? Do you mind just letting us have this one? <laughs> would you be, would you be you an know, idea? Uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah. Much as we'd love to, we gave you that late equaliser. I mean, that's as that's as much as we're going to get. You know. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll try and come on to that later if I can remember to slip it in. I'll, I hope so. I wasn't, I wasn't going to mention it, Craig, but you know, seeing as uh, I think I may have, um, 
I may have lost it. I may have lost it. I, I think we all know that, Chris. Yes. <laughs> well, years and years ago. Uh, but you were just saying then, I mean, this is kind of where you'd have probably said this, the, the table would be at the start of the season. Ourselves, Southampton, Leeds, all um, in, the, you know, in the top three. Had Southampton and Leeds had better starts, I don't think we'd be having it all our own way, would we, Craig? No, not at all. I think uh, I think we've mentioned this previously. I think the fact was that we got our manager in very early. You know, only a few days after they'd won the Champions League, I think we we managed to announce him as the new manager, which then allowed us to get our our players in, so he could start working with them earlier. Where was the likes? Hello, still with us? <laughs> I think he, I think he's flushing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he, he's got to a two-hand job there. Uh, yeah. where, where, where were we, Craig? What were we talking about? It was about uh, you know Southampton and Leeds starting, but you know let's not forget Ipswich's start as well with a couple of our old yeah. players as well uh, from both clubs. Yeah. Um, they managed to crash the party, but they seem to be having a bit of a downfall, don't they, at the minute? You know, they everybody seem to be going through a bit said, of a rough patch. Everybody said Ipswich will fall away, Ipswich will fall away. But every mm-hmm. time we played them, they were like, you know, the Black Knight in the uh, Monty Python film. You know, yeah, yeah, chop, it is but a scratch. Chop, yeah, chop, exactly, yeah, chop a leg off on the stinger. Every time you, know, you look at it, you think, oh, they're 1-0 down. And when you go back five minutes later, they're 2-1 up. You think, for fuck's yeah, sake, yeah. just give it up, will you? In it. Just die. Just yes. got your, your arm's missing. Yes. You know, <coughs> excuse me, you've got a goalie with no arms and you're still winning. What are you doing? You know, but, um, you know, but well done to Ipswich. I, again, I've nothing against Ipswich, but I've got to be honest with you. Um, Plymouth have also done better than, than than I thought they would do coming up with. Out there. I didn't think you would be the worst of the three teams that came up. Yeah, Plymouth, Plymouth surprised me somewhat because they, they've managed to get up on team spirit alone, haven't they, really? You know, they're playing good football, don't get me wrong. But they've, it's not like, I, I, you know, if somebody have asked me at the start of the season, name me two Plymouth players, I'd have struggled. In fact, I'll struggle now. You know yeah. what I mean? But but they, they, they're a good team. They're the epitome of a good team in inverted bunny rabbit ears. So, um, you know, I was hoping they were going to fall away. But no, we're, we're looking at Stoke and Huddersfield to try and claw into our pit of despair. Yes. Um, are, are you back? Did you flush well, Craig? Yeah. Did I mention that I'd had some uh, technical issues? You did. You did. And then we and then we got a live show of them, Craig. To be fair, so you yeah. know, it'll be all right on the night playlist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, we're Leicester. We we are probably one of the biggest teams, and I, and I say to everybody, opposition fans that come on. Please don't uh, mistake our joy for cockiness because where we were last season and the season we had last season, everybody sort of looked and said, oh, you're doing well. We, we're just happy because we're winning again. We'd forgotten what it was like to win, hadn't we, Craig? Yeah, and, and uh, as I said on this show before, there's so much to like about the championship. You know, I wouldn't necessarily like to be here for a decade, but... You know, it, it's almost given us the opportunity to reconnect with football. You know, what football used to be like almost. You know, no VAR, no players rolling around. You know, I know a lot of people moan, but I, I think the standard of refereeing overall has been better. 
I thought we had I a very the weekend. Well, I think they're allowed to referee. You know, they, they, they've got no fallback on, oh, I can do whatever I want because VAR will pick it up if I've not got it right. So, you know, I, I, I really, I've, I'm loving this season. You know, it does help when you're winning, <laughs> I must admit. We have had a season in the Championship where we didn't win and we went all the way through and that was horrific. Um, but it has allowed us to reconnect, I think, reconnect with the team, reconnect with the players and start enjoying football again because last season it was horrific. So, um, yeah, we're not. I don't think we're cocky and I, and I think that there's still that strong part of you being a Leicester fan that thinks we could still blow this. I was about to ask, you know, we, we can, can't we? This would be, it would be so Leicester like to yes. absolutely uh, uh, um, make a mess of this. Um, <laughs> is that Max said there? Try, was it 24? I've just got something else up on my screen. Is it 24 <laughs> years he's saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, having something to cheer about. We, we haven't had that at, at your level for, for, you know, a quarter of a decade. So uh, cheer, cheers for that, Matt. That's just made me feel my age. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Scotch says, can we have the rest at Leicester again, please? Look, again, Maybe because if we were, if let's say we were still to be down here in five seasons' time, we wouldn't be talking about the refs now. But mm. when we look at the refs that we had um, last season against the refs that you know we've had this season, the fact of the matter is that if the ball goes in, you can celebrate. Yeah. You know, we, we, you're not sat there thinking, "Oh yeah, we're celebrating." But hang on a second, you know, one man and his dog and is Noughts and Crosses board have got to make a decision, you know, up at Stockley Park. Yeah, it, there's none of, none of that, none of that at all. Um, I'm just looking, you've got your coat on there, Craig. Uh, no, it's it's a hoodie, but it's a, it's a nice fluffy one. Uh, you know, oh, I didn't know, I didn't know whether you'd been down to London today because I know normally you do, <laughs> or whether you'd been part of that or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was worried. You know, the, the thing is, obviously, we don't, we're not really paying that much attention to the Premier League unless a team starts looking like they might win nine nil away, and then yes. we start to get a little bit interested. So at I, that point, when when I went Arsenal... on to uh, you know Molina, the Arsenal, yeah, uh, I went onto her channel at half time and said. I'm getting a bit worried here. Yeah. <laughs> when it went six, we're still like 20 minutes to go. We're like, hang on, this is our record. Let us have yes, it. Yeah. Uh, look, that's your end of the table. Sorry to say it like that, uh, Dan. Um, but um, I, I think you can get out of it. I, I think we, we touched on it earlier. But, uh, and I said, Craig, to Stoke, you know, I, I didn't think they would go down because I think there was three worse teams than them. Now yeah. I think there's only one worse team than Stoke. And I think... You know Sheffield, even QPR. You know, um, you you know you've, you've only won one game less than than Stoke at the moment. So you, you've got to hold on to that hope, haven't you, Dan? Well, it, it it's that that's going to kill us, to be fair. You know, but yeah. you know we've been saying that we're going to stay up. You know that we've got a fight in us since probably about November when um, when when we had the Christmas period. It wasn't a great time for us. And and getting finally that monkey off our back, having not won in a while, winning on Friday was great. Issue being is we've now got your mob on Tuesday away at your ground on the back of three away games where we've conceded four goals. So uh, if you're worried about the 9-0 getting beaten, you know, it might be worth a bet on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
talking about that game, um, Craig, you were there, weren't you? Did you go to the... the... No, no, I, I didn't have the pleasure of uh, of experiencing that late equaliser. I watched it on the TV. And, that uh, that, that was so, Craig, wasn't it? Probably, and again, possibly a bit of cockiness on our point. I think we were top, Wednesday ah. were bottom at that point, and we just thought, here we go. And I think that was a, a, a one of the sort of Saturday, Tuesday sort of close games. And I certainly, I, I, I think I went 4-5-0, to be honest with you. And maybe, you know, it was a little bit uh, uh, cockiness on, on our behalf. But, I mean, the it, 93rd minute they equalised. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems to be becoming a bit of a habit uh, for us these days. But it was, it was, if you like, a kick up the backside. It was the, the awakening, perhaps, that we needed. And um, I think it was the first time that one or two of us had a little bit of a go at Enzo. I think so. And I think if I remember rightly, you know, Wednesday could have been a couple of goals up in the first 10 minutes in mm. that game and missed some really good chances, to be honest. Um, then we sort of started to play a bit of football, got a goal. But then again, it's that, that last 10 minutes where we still, you know, I know there is a, there is a process and, and the players are encouraged to continue with the process. But there are times when you get towards the end of games when you're only a goal up and the team you're playing against are coming on strong that you think your automatic um, sort of protection of your points that you've got would come in and you'd you'd stop playing around on the edge of your own box. But we uh, sadly we got caught at it and uh, and that's it. Yeah, and I, and I think the frustration comes from that of. Yeah, we love all the nice football. It's great. But at the end of the game, take the points, however you've yeah. got to take them. Yeah, just boot the ball up into Rose End. Mm. Were you yeah. there, Dan? Uh, that one, end of November. I can't remember. I, I'm, I'm like I'm like you, Chris. I uh, I live on the south coast and make the way all the way, all that oh. way up there. Right. Um, I can't remember. I, 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 think I, I think I was because we, we went through a spate. I think it was against QPR and against Birmingham. Uh, against QPR and against Leicester, who scored two very late goals. Now, the irony of that one against yourselves is that Hendrick uh, that we've got in from on, on, on loan has been bloody awful. And <laughs> our form going into that game, we were bloody awful. Mm. And how we've come away with a one-all draw against that is one of those is one of those reasons why we're not all millionaires by the end of a Saturday because we've stuck an accumulator on because yeah. that's football. At the risk of sound like Ron Manager, football, isn't it? Mm? <laughs> yes, no, no, no. You're quite right. And like I say, that that I think that was the first time we we maybe accepted the look. Hang on, you know, uh, that the, the strange things are going to happen. Um, look, it, it's Tuesday. Um, uh, let me just get the next slide up. It's Tuesday, Craig. No, it's not. It's Sunday, but we're playing on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, we've just played on Saturday. Uh, few surprises in the uh, in, in our starting lineup. Ben Nelson started at centre back because Vestergaard's mm -hmm. injured. Uh, I'm talk about he may be back, but I'm having to think he probably isn't. Um, if you Cody, maybe a little bit uh, peed off. Um, uh, and Dakar started at front, but he's going to make changes, is he not, for Tuesday? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I think the biggest surprise, I think, was Mavadidi not starting. Mm. Um, that was a bit of a shocker, and, and, and McAteer playing in, in, instead of him. I think people had started to get in the feeling that Nelson may have started at the weekend because he was the one who was coming on as a sub 
ahead of Cody. I mean, Cody, he must be wondering. I, I, you know, I think he's enjoying it, but he's not getting the game time that he thought he was going to. That's for sure. So it shows you that uh, Maresca, you know, he's he's not going to play people because of the name. That's for sure. You know, if you're playing well enough, if he believes you've got the talent and the ability to play in the way that he wants to play, then you will get a chance. And I think that's why Nelson has come in uh, ahead of Cody. Um, mm. But I, I don't. I think he'll mix it up a little bit potentially. He may he may give Dakar a rest because he's played. He's started all the games since he came back from the uh, Afghan Nations. Um, so Cannon may get a start. You know, maybe we'll. We'll save Jamie for a little bit later towards the end. I did maybe. say this earlier, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I said that. Yeah, it's We're going to let him lose more... against Sheffield Wednesday, aren't we? It's always much more satisfying when he comes off the bench and then gets all the stick and then manages to, to nick one. There, um, there was somebody behind him winding that little key up, winding him up, getting ready to come on and, you know, set yeah. him off. But, uh, yeah, I think there'll be one or two changes, but yeah. I don't expect wholesale. I think... He's going to trust the players for the run in now, and yeah. uh, and and say trust the process, you know. And and I think certainly formation wise, three at the back, four when we're yeah. defending, um, and the two two wingers and one up front. Yeah. What yeah. about uh, what about Sheffield Wednesday, Dan? What in terms of in terms of formation, formation and tactics, and and name us a couple of real players we should watch out for. I presume I don't know. This is a sarcastic one, but Ashley Fletcher's. <laughs> that is dripping in irony from Exeter. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we're do, we're just gonna tell tell you some side. You know what I mean? Give you <laughs> give you some uh, duff information so nobody's got nothing to prep for. But yeah, you know, so we've we've turned around with four at the back and five at the back, and uh, you know, Marvin Johnson uh, just managed to get himself back into the team on Friday. One of the best crosses of ball that we've got. Everybody will talk a lot about Barry Bannon, but it's easy on a Sheffield Wednesday podcast to bring him up every time because he's by far and away our uh, most gifted player. But one player I'm intrigued to see, and it's one of our uh, um, transfer window signings, is Ike Ugbo, uh, a player that has played before with uh, with one of our players. And, and we, we, we've got him in, and he scored a brace, on uh, a very good brace on, on Friday. And now he's got the monkey off his back. You know, he's finally broke that duck of, of getting a goal. And it didn't take him long to find it, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, he's he's someone I'm interested to see because he's the first player we've had this season that that has, looks like they know where the back of the net is. And with uh, with Johnson feeding him from the left-hand side, that's something I'm intrigued to see on Tuesday. Where's he yeah. coming on loan from, Dan? I want to say Cardiff City, I believe, but I could have made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Never a, a football fan making something up. <laughs> I don't believe it. Um, right. Okay. So uh, let us get on to the fun part of the evening, uh, which is score predictions. Um, let me come to you first, Craig. Are, well, are, are we going to struggle again against a, a Wednesday side? Well, fresh off my uh, correct score against Watford, Chris. Did you? Yeah. Oh, Thank you looking... very much. Um, um, I think I've got. I don't know if I've given you the benefit of scoring or not, Dan. Um, I think I've gone for four. I think it may be four one, four nil. I think um, back in front of the home fans, uh, I think we'll have too much to be honest. Dan, 
Six men behind the ball, and then two, one up front to hoof it to nil nil, just nil nil. Just an absolute, <laughs> just just stand there, just park the bus, just try and come away with a point. I'd be happy with that. You'd be happy. With that. <coughs> You're about to kill me off. Okay, so yeah, but uh, I unfortunately I think I've agreed with you, Craig, because I've gone four nil as well. I'm sorry. I think the fact that you 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 had the. Uh, it, um, the cheek to score a goal against us in the first game when you were bottom of the league, I think it's going to sort of irk the fans a little bit. And if we don't do a, get a good score against you, questions will be asked in Parliament. Let me put it that I t- way. I, I tell you what, though. I mean, bear in mind, we've conceded four goals on our last three away games. So um, if you don't mm-hmm. score four, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I manager out, you know, yeah, we're not very good. Oh, reverse <laughs> psychology coming into it here, me thinks. <laughs> but uh, right, we always round off with this, and that is um, uh, foot in both camps, played for both sides, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Craig, can you think who it might be? Uh, yeah, because I saw your slides earlier. Oh, you did. I won't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I sent them. I, I know I sent them to Dan. I didn't know. I'd... <laughs> <coughs> Don't make me laugh. I've still got man flu here. It's uh, <laughs> it's a bugger. Julian Watts, friend of the channel. He, he used to yeah. be a regular on here. Uh, hope he is well. Um, your memories of him, uh, Craig? I think he was a jobbing. Uh, could you just check whether he's watching? <laughs> no, no, you go for it, mate. You go yeah. for it. No, he was uh, he was a solid, uh, solid defender who did a good job for us. Uh, I don't think he will uh, say that he was anything other than um, a solid defender who did the job that was asked of him. Um, but he was he was with us during some successful times, I think. So yeah. uh, I think I think it worked out well for us. And you know, as I've been on the channel with him, uh, a thoroughly nice guy. He is a lovely guy. And as you can see there, up against Giggsy in the Premier League. And there's that one picture of him walking out in the playoff final. Um, I'm not sure whether it was Palace. I think, yes, it was Palace because mm. uh, uh, he, he set up the, the winner. He knocked it down, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And he um, he looked absolutely scared shitless. And, uh, <laughs> and when, I, when I did put that to him, he did say, yes, I think I was shitting myself at the time. <laughs> he was that nervous. Uh and you're a spring chicken, Dan. So I don't know if you have any memories of him, because uh, he came from Sheffield Wednesday to us. Yes, yeah, he's uh, he's exactly as, as as Craig describes him. He's he's literally just one of those steady steady players. He, he was more of a squad player for us. So I wouldn't go as far as saying he was a a bit of a legend. But I, I know when he went to you guys, he he, ste- he stepped up a, a certain amount. But it's it's very kind of you to say I'm a spring chicken. But uh, that's all trips to, to Turkey, I'm afraid. <laughs> fair enough fair enough guys thank you so very much for coming on um i don't know whether you still want me to come on to yours dan or yeah let's do, let's do 10 15 minutes before because yeah. i've got i've got talk tv tonight as well so uh you know oh. I've, I've, that's why i put a shirt on <laughs> well i thought you were looking posh and I, I didn't realize they'd rep- replaced piers morgan already <laughs> 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 take care buddy give you give your channels a shout out again yeah so uh if you're if you're listening to us uh you know, the wednesday week tww cast on all the social medias and tww podcast on uh tiktok uh thanks a lot for watching watching us tonight um up the wednesday and uh and i know you all secretly want us to win <laughs> half half the people watching do <laughs> so. channel. all the better i'll see you in a few minutes mate <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, Dan.
and that's it live from the closet craig uh, indeed we'll find you <laughs> yeah just uh at craig bird on twitter that's the best place Thanks very much for popping on. Uh, I do well. hope you get all your, uh, your 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 problems sorted, and <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully see you next Thursday for for the next one. Yeah, I'll catch up with you on that uh, shortly, Mike. But yeah, yeah. Take care, buddy. Cheers. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, Chris. Bye. 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 Thanks to Craig. My wise old. I got rid of myself then uh, instead of that. Oh man, you know I used to be able to. Uh, I used to be good at this. Uh, he said, "He said lying." Um, there we go. That will do. Uh, so coming up, we've got Middlesbrough uh, after after Sheffield Wednesday. Um, another home game. So two home games on the trot. Um, and uh, don't forget Tuesday night at seven o'clock, match day live with the uh, uh, we're doing the match preview. Obviously, when the teams are announced then taking you through the watch-along and also then, obviously, our immediate post-match reaction, uh, 7 o'clock on, um, on, on, uh, on Tuesday. But on Monday night, we've got this coming up. Let's talk Leicester, the debate show. Uh, we'll be talking Jamie Vardy. We're talking Tennis Pratt. And we'll be talking Connor Cody. We'll also be talking blue cards as well. <laughs> Have you ever heard anything like it? Good idea, bad idea. We'll discuss it on Friday night. Thank you very much, Matt. Thank you very much. Thanks to everybody that's been in. And if you are watching from the Wednesday week, why not like our channel? And then we'll come over and do the same for yours. All right, guys. Take care now. Thanks very much. Have a good weekend. I'd wish you luck on Tuesday, but you know I wouldn't mean it. But good luck after that. Take care. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die. Independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.